You're listening to the Just Means Less ECC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick. You're also listening to the We Don't Like Doing Anything in the Postseason podcast as the ACC once again lets us down in postseason play, whether it be basketball, whether it be football. We always just can't get it done when it matters most as one out of the four super regional teams advanced from the ACC uh, to Omaha. And of course, it's the most on ACC team of the ACC in Notre Dame. Um, so, Nick, before we talk baseball, how are you doing? Good, man. Uh, it was a nice weekend. Uh, it has slowed down quite a bit at work. Uh, so I'm taking some more time to myself and doing things. Um, it's hot as hell. It is so hot here. It's unreal. Um is it 106 hot? Because it's 106 here today. It's not 100. It's not 106 there, uh, like you. But uh, it is. It is definitely mid 90s right now with a lot of humidity. Um, let's see what else is going on with me. Not much. My cousin uh, from California is coming over and spending a few days at our house, so I'm excited for that. He's actually going to be playing. Uh, College football next year. It's Division Three. It's playing for Trinity University in San Antonio, Texas, who, by the way, was just he's also playing baseball there, too. And they were in the D3 College World Series. I don't know if they won or not, but uh, he's going to be visiting me. We're going to go up to Pittsburgh to uh, next weekend to go catch the Giants play the Pirates. And we're uh, spending the weekend up there. My dad, my brother and I and him. Uh, so I can't wait. I'd never been to Pittsburgh before. Uh, and I hear PNC is literally the Oracle Park of the East Coast. So I'm very excited to see that. I, I hear Pittsburgh is beautiful. It's a very walkable city. The people are very nice. So I can't wait to go up there. Um, other than that, not much, man. I'm excited to talk some baseball. Uh, it's kind of weird, though, how going into the NCAA tournament for basketball, we had five teams get in and everybody exceeded expectations, right? We had four teams make the sweet, sweet 16. Half the teams were in the elite eight. We had half the teams in the final four and then the championship game. So it's weird how we didn't have expectations going into the NCAA tournament for basketball. And we actually did very well. And then in baseball, we have all these expectations. We had nine teams make the tournament. Um, should have been 10. After regionals, you know, we got four through, which, you know, is nothing to, you know, shoo away from. That's pretty good. I would say that's not uh, the worst thing in the world. I think that's, you know, pretty average, I would say. Um, but only getting one into the college world series when I was hoping we would get two is a little bit of a disappointment. And like you said, Micah, Notre Dame, we don't really talk about them a lot, especially during football season, unless they're playing an ACC team. Uh, so they are the most non ACC team we could talk about, but I'll give a lot of credit to you, man. You called it. You called Notre Dame beating Tennessee two out of three. Uh, I saw that you, 
clipped up the podcast and tweeted it out on our uh, Twitter page. So that got a little bit of reaction, got a lot of views. So that's great for us. But I'll give you credit, man. You picked Notre Dame and they're on their way to the College World Series. So that's honestly really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm super pissed, though, about the College World Series. So, Nick, I'm going to go on a quick rant here. And it has nothing to do with the ACC. It's just a quick, simple fan rant. As some listeners may not know, I live in Nebraska, the wonderful Cornhusker state. I mean, so much to do here. I can count on one finger what I can do in Nebraska. The College World Series. Okay, we're done. Just if you want to throw Husker sports in there, it's just maybe two things. But um, I was so excited to go to Omaha because I was like, man, there's probably going to be two or three ACC teams in there. You know, I can pick and choose again, even though I'm a Virginia fan. I thought it'd be cool to see people from Blacksburg, from Virginia there. Um, you know, obviously it'd been nice to see a Carolina or a Louisville there, you know, kind of thing. So that got me excited. But of course that didn't happen, but that's not even the issue. The issue is I like to go on the Fridays and Sunday games because Saturdays are always ridiculously expensive because it's a Saturday, most popular day for people to go to it. Well, you know what the Friday and Sunday games are for bracket one, Nick? It's Texas versus Notre Dame and AM versus Oklahoma. So that whole day features three rival schools and then one of the biggest brands in college athletics. Who, by the way, none of these teams named not named Texas, end quote, has been to the College World Series in years. Tickets are hundreds, it's $127 to get in the door for Friday night's Notre Dame and Texas game in the grandstand nosebleed 300 level, which again, it's not a huge ballpark, so we're not talking you can't see anything, but $127, and like, I get it, like, I mean, we, I don't know how much you've been, you followed like the ECU regional or anything like that, but like, tickets to get in the door for some of these regionals were four or 500 bucks. For the whole regional, though. And it was also kind of understanding in a sense because those ballparks are so intimate. You're one of two to 3,000 people, not one of 18,000. Like, I am just so bummed because I don't think I'm going to go to a game now. And if I do, it's going to be because my boss is nice enough to give me, like, next Tuesday's weekday off or something, and I'll go to the 1 o'clock game on a Tuesday because tickets are 10 bucks, and at least, you know, it's a relevant game of some sort. Like it is frustrating as a fan that it's so damn expensive. So, you know, I was obviously tweeted out as a joke that I, you know, was planning to go to the Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup playoff game. $1,300 to get in the door right now. That's face value. That's not like scalpers shooting it up. Like it is, it is tough right now to go to fun sporting events. Let me tell you, I hope it doesn't get to that point with college football being like, for example, Notre Dame, Ohio State this year in Columbus. $400 $400 for a pretty solid 50 yard line upper level seat. That's kind of understandable because they never play. And that's like a historic thing. Why is it almost that much to go to a, like, especially that Friday night game, the loser of Oklahoma or excuse me, Texas and Notre Dame is not leaving Omaha. They just play again on Sunday at one o'clock instead of six. So I mean, in a way I'm kind of glad Virginia maybe didn't make it because it would have been they would have been in that bracket there they would have eliminated texas but 
A&M, Oklahoma, Notre Dame still would have traveled well. But, you know, it's anyways, that's just my quick rant. Because I was, you know, I think I talked about it on the pod. I, I was looking forward to go to Omaha, looking forward to going to Omaha, looking, looking forward to go to Omaha. And now it's like there's really no reason to go. I have a friend who's the ticketing person for Notre Dame, so I might go visit her. But there's really no reason to go, especially at the prices that they are, of course. But they're not being really any rooting interest in it. And honestly, the last team left that I could care besides Notre Dame would probably be Oregon State. And they're probably done today, too. They're currently losing to Auburn, which also just ruins this for me because that means there's five SEC teams in Omaha. And I really don't want to go to the SEC tournament in Nebraska. I already did the Big Ten tournament. I'm not really trying to do the SEC one, too. Yeah, I mean, I guess because, you know, you got big brand names that fans are going to be fighting and scrapping for tickets for. And I think, honestly, the reality of it is that everything's just more expensive right now. I mean, Food, gas, whatever it is, everything's just more expensive nowadays. And the the stadium's got to make money, and they're going to make their. I'm sure they're going to make money off big brand schools: Texas, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, uh, Oklahoma. They're going to make money off these these fans that are going to travel. Um, I'm interested though. Like, what? Maybe it is because prices are so high right now. I think it could be both too. I mean, I mean, I just. So I think it's more. I think it's more fan base. Just, yeah, I think it's just more fan base. I mean, yeah, obviously the inflation part plays a role. But like the tickets that I'm telling you are 127 bucks getting the door. Those are resale. Omaha sold out of their tickets. They so they sell out of those things because people buy the packages. You know, you have to be on a waiting list to get the whole session package. So like, it's just I'm sure the prices went up, but it's not like they. I know for a fact they didn't jump them a hundred bucks a game kind of thing you know like last year i paid 106 bucks to sit right behind home plate in the club level for a mid like a, for a saturday game for virginia or sunday game excuse me so it was you know again but i was a, as a club level c for 106 bucks i could justify that at ac so when i was dying i could go in and I'd cool off but you know again it, it's it's not me complaining again i fully believe no matter how much it might piss me off i fully believe you make your money now the avs charging 1300 bucks to get in the door for a stanley cup game is bullshit that's the avs charging astronomical numbers for no good reason in my opinion but this kind of stuff especially a third party like yeah if i if you're an lsu fan that has the college world series packages they buy them every year and your team just got eliminated you know or not just did they got eliminated last weekend, but you know, got eliminated in the regional. And you're like, I don't really want to go to every game, or maybe I'll go to for a couple games or something like that. I don't blame you for going, let's get my money for the hotel and gas or flights or whatever it might be taken care of. I don't, I don't blame people one bit for it. It's just it's sad because like I was so looking forward to going. And I mean, I'm hoping I have a connection that might be able to hook me up with a ticket if there's some left over for the Notre Dame game. But if they don't, I probably won't go. Again, minus, again, if my boss gives me a, a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon, then maybe I'll go to the 1 o'clock game. And then if I can find the fan base, you know, find a cheap ticket outside for the 6 o'clock game, maybe I will. But, I mean, also, too, I mean, Omaha is three hours from where I live. So you're talking a full tank of gas, which we all know is 60 to 70 bucks now. I mean, 
people don't have Nick's Snapchat. Nick spent 78 bucks on gas today. So, you know, that's that's 78 bucks that are just down the drain. You know, I mean, thankfully I have a Chevy Malibu. So the gas mileage in the tank it only cost me 60 bucks to fill it up and they can get me a full round trip to Omaha. But that's still, oh, wait, 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 wait. You drive a Malibu? Yeah. I drive an Impala. Oh, look at us. Team, team bow tie over here. But, Chevy baby yeah but you know but anyways so it's just like it's that's this is my quick vent session because I haven't really got a chance to truly embrace that vent yet because it's just so sad it's like I mean this is the most invested I've been in college baseball outside of again just watching Virginia I think since I was a little kid and this is the stupidest story I'm gonna wrap it up quickly you are talking to one of the biggest Tulane Green Wave baseball fans of all time. When I was a kid, there was a pitcher when Tulane made the College World Series named Micah Owings, and I thought it was the coolest thing that there was a player that had my name who was actually good at baseball. So I remember watching all of Tulane's series. That's the last time I recall, like, watching college baseball and not having, like, a rooting interest in it. Like, I found myself – over the last like week, like throwing on ESPNU, throwing on squeeze play, throwing around whatever it might be. And like actually invested in, and not even just ACC games. Like I thoroughly enjoyed the Ole Miss Southern Miss series. I enjoyed the ECU Texas series, you know, obviously there were ACC teams involved, but like, you know, I, I, when I, if we, if the game's still going on, we get off the pot, I'm going to throw on Oregon state and Auburn. Like, I've enjoyed watching some of these series and kind of being, you know, I mean, I literally planned my day around watching Notre Dame and Tennessee. I would have never done that in years past for college baseball. If it wasn't Virginia, I'm not doing it. So, or I mean, I guess maybe if the Akron Zips make a run somehow, but they're not very good at baseball. So like, you know, it's one of those things where I've never been so into the college baseball, you know, game and now it's, you know, the, the creme de la creme in the state that I live in. And it's like, it's just tough to fathom it. But, you know, I am, I'm, I'm trying to do the numbers to figure it out. Cause like, I kind of have the bracket played out in my head of how it's going to play out. By the way, you heard it here first, Notre Dame's winning the national title. Um, just <laughs> to pick the ACC team, but um, you know, I'm trying to, I really want to see like a Texas A&M Texas game or OU Texas. So I'm like trying to figure out the way to best do that because like technically you could almost bank on it just by, if you assume Notre Dame's going to be Texas, you go to the Sunday day game. It's going to be an elimination game between the loser of A&M and OU. But again, like, and no offense to Arkansas or Ole Miss or Stanford, because those are good baseball fans and programs. They don't really attract me to go watch them. If Ole Miss or if Arkansas and Oregon State, if Oregon State somehow advances, if Arkansas and Oregon State meet, that could be a good draw for me. I, that would excite me. That's two just, in my opinion, powerhouse programs. But, uh, yeah, anyways, that's my uh, – rant. Oh, and the segue over to – I don't know what Nick's one want to talk about, but I'm just going to say it for Nick. If only uh, – only losing to Arkansas was in the Super Regional was, you know, something that all North Carolina teams did. I can't think of another one that actually won a Super Regional against Arkansas in the last two years. Hmm. I don't know who that would be. Any, any idea who that might be, Nick? You know. I don't know. I, I really couldn't tell you. 
I can't tell you the last time, you know, uh, a, I guess, quote unquote, 17 seed uh, came out of a regional and then beat the number one team in the nation that was also in the SEC. So oh, wait. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> we should be in this. I mean, not not to not to, to discredit what NC State did, because I'm not I'm not trying to do that. But I will say that as much as I love to give Tennessee fans shit and Tennessee baseball shit, I think a lot of people like to do that. What Tennessee did in this regular season is one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Like you look at what they did compared to what Arkansas did last year, like not to insult Arkansas because they were still the clear number one team, but you can't tell me that when it went from tennis, like the difference between people's opinion of Tennessee Stanford at number two. Let me just make sure I got this correct. Yeah. Number three, Oregon state and number four, Virginia tech. Like there was a huge difference between that one and that two. It was still Arkansas was still a clear number one last year, but it wasn't like light years ahead of everybody else. So again, not to discredit NC state by any means, because also too, I could make the argument that, NC State was less screwed of a regional than Notre Dame was, in my opinion. Like, NC State still deserved one, but Notre Dame should have been a clear regional team. Like, it still blows my mind. Oh, yeah, for they sure. They got sent on the – like, like, Notre Dame was a top-10 team. How the hell did they get stuck with – like, I as much as, you know, again, I don't want to give sympathy to Tennessee, but it's kind of bullshit that Tennessee got stuck with a team that's a top-10 team in the Super Regional. Like, that's kind of some bullshit, if you ask me, is the number one overall seed. Like, you should, especially when that number one overall seed you got was a two, yeah, again, a two seed. Like, it wasn't like, you know, it got paired weird where, like, for some odd reason it made sense for Notre Dame, who was hosting a regional to be attached to you as a 16. Like, you straight discredited them to the point of not even hosting. So, anyways, Nick. I'll let you – I have one question regarding the ACC baseball on a whole, considering where we're at. Before we do that, I want to give you the floor to talk about whatever you see fit based off this past weekend's results, as well as just, you know, if you have anything you care to, to share to the listeners. Uh, let's see. Anything else? I mean, honestly, it was a great season for ACC baseball. I mean, we still – we're not saying goodbye to it. I think we'll officially say goodbye to it next week um but honestly like it was an exciting regular season uh we had no idea who was the best team coming out of it uh and then after this past weekend definitely disappointed um uh carolina i mean i i, I knew arkansas was going into chapel hill with their asses on fire and I felt I just felt like they were the hottest team coming out of super re, or coming out of regionals after what they did in Stillwater. Um, what I mean, who else? Uh, Louisville. Uh, they had a great season. Uh, they battled in that la- in that second game against A and M. I think Micah, you and I both both knew that uh, they were not coming out of that alive. Um, it's just a tough environment and we knew Louisville was struggling very hard in the regionals and they were lucky to get out of it. Uh, Virginia tech, very disappointing, not able to get one win in your own stadium. Uh, Oklahoma really did take care of business against them. I mean, it was just lights out for Virginia tech, like good night. That was it. Um, 
So overall, kind of disappointing, but we still got one more team to talk about, and they're hot. They're very hot. Uh, it's hard to beat the number one team in the nation. Trust me. I know. And in a tough environment like that, trust me, I know. Like Notre Dame's on cloud nine right now. And when you do that, like you feel like you can be anybody. And when NC State beat Arkansas, and I don't mean to keep going back to NC State last year, but it, I mean, it really is the perfect example of how Notre Dame fans are feeling right now. They're going into the College World Series thinking that they can win the whole thing. And when you do that to a super regional team that's number one in a very tough environment, you feel like it. Because what State did, they beat Vanderbilt, and then they beat Stanford. And then they almost beat Vanderbilt again with 13 guys. So they really do feel like they can win this whole thing. I believe Notre Dame now can definitely win this whole thing. I agree with you that, of course, understated, uh, I guess, Tennessee. Kind of, When you think about it and you talk it out, Tennessee did get kind of screwed with how they were, how Notre Dame was placed. Um, And I don't think NC state should have hosted a regional um, last year at all. Uh, They had a nice run, a little hot run at the end of the season where they were just running series after series and making it to the ACC championship game. But Notre Dame definitely deserved the host. uh, And they're proving it right now to everybody that they are better than what the committee thought. Um, but overall, uh, it was a great season and I can't wait to see what Notre Dame does. Um, Carolina is still going to be really good next year. I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what Virginia tech is going to be like next year, because this was like their first big baseball season. And I don't know how long, uh, and Louisville will always be very good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, a little disappointing, but. We'll see what happens with Notre Dame. I think they can actually do it. Yeah, I think they can too. So, so that leads me into the question. Uh, instead of recapping the season, you know, going down memory lane, I just want to ask this one question. I think it's the most important question when it comes to all this. What do you – describe this ACC baseball season. Maybe – I don't want to say one word per se. I think that's kind of lame. But, like, if you had to quickly summarize this ACC baseball season, like – from start to finish, like, was it a disappointment because of what we're seeing now? I mean, obviously exciting comes to mind. Like you said, you never knew who the best team was. Like, what's your take? Maybe instead of describing it, maybe give it a letter grade. Was it an A-plus season? And then give me your reasoning why you would grade it like you did. Um, that's a good question, Micah. You know, all season – I would get had given it an A because like A plus because we were definitely the best conference. Uh, we should have had the most teams in it. Uh, anyone could win the ACC championship. I mean, we had an eight and a ten seed playing there in the ACC championship game. Um, this kind of dampers it a little bit. So I will give what, what's happened right now. So I'll give it a a solid B. Um, I think it would have stayed. It was definitely still an A going into Super Regionals, but right now only getting one team into the World Series, I would give it a solid B. But it is definitely subject to change if Notre Dame wins it all. So um, right now I'm sitting at a solid, like, you know, 88%. 
Keith plus. Very unpredictable too. Is yeah. another word I would use. Unpredictable. I think I I chalk it up to a solid B. So like that, you know, the 83, 84 range is kind of what I would think if we're doing a hundred grading scale, just because like it had so much juice. It was like it was a hundred, honestly, or not, I mean not a hundred, but it was like you know, a 96, 97. And it could have even stayed in that ballpark if we have if we have two teams, I think we're still in an A quality. If you have more than two teams, you're in the A plus category. But to have have been happened where again too like some of the frustrating parts is like the acc had nine of the top 32 teams in, in college baseball if i remember correctly we didn't have a single team be the first team like in terms of their regional they were not the first team eliminated so that counts for something but especially too seeing what the sec is doing even though what the big 12 is doing like having the big 12 have two teams and then obviously the chance that the pac 12 has two that's what kind of ruins it is just the fact that this was such a great year for us. And at the end of the day, when it comes to Omaha, there's nothing to really show for. So that's really my only summary from this, but Nick, that's kind of all I've got for baseball. And I think, you know, we, we do zoom. We only have about five to six minutes left. I think this is a, I have nothing more. I really want to share. Um, you know, like we've also, we think Notre Dame has a chance to win it all. If they're still playing next week, then we can talk about can like, maybe deep dive it a little bit more, but until then, I kind of, I mean, we don't even have technically the last team in the region in the in going to Omaha yet. So I think we should hold off until then, but anything else you want to add first? Uh, good season overall. Um, and you know what? It was a fun ACC 2021-2022 season overall. Uh, it was shaking up a lot in football with, uh, Clemson being down a little bit and state on the rise and wake forest on the rise and, uh, the coastal still being chaos and then basketball. Uh, I know we're not deep diving into every basketball game, but going into the tournament, I mean, that was so exciting to see the ACC kind of rise back up again. Very unpredictable, very, uh, cool to watch. Uh, and especially with, the Carolina Duke thing going on with coach K and meeting in the final four. I think that was awesome. I think that was great. And then this baseball season, I mean, there was never a dull moment at all. Uh, I still believe this is one of the best conferences in baseball and we still got a team left in it. It was very unpredictable. Uh, we saw a lot of teams rise like wake, like Virginia tech, um, it was great. Honestly, overall, very fun and exciting and very unpredictable ACC 2021-2022, which we're not used to at all. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I've got. Um, honestly, I think next year ACC baseball is going to be even better. And that's I think that's probably the most exciting part. We talked about it with football last year, um, you know, last fall. Even though I would say football was definitely more disappointing than baseball was this year. Um, you know, we knew going into next year for football that we were at the bare minimum going to have better teams, the best quarterback room in the country, and a bunch of new head coaches to make things interesting. Where, you know, with the AC baseball side of things, we've got programs like Virginia, like NC State, like Wake Forest, like Virginia Tech who are young and hungry and ready to go. Clemson is 
just if 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 the new coach, that whoever that may end up being, can just light that spark on. I mean, think about it. Clemson baseball was struggling and still almost made the tournament this year. Like Clemson's so good at baseball that they could be having their roughest patch ever and still almost make the tournament. It's incredible to me. So, you know, it's going to be a great season next year. I can't wait for uh, – what, what are we thinking? Uh, NC State random drug test, and they're going to plant a bunch of drugs in the team bus or something? Like, what's going to be the reason the team doesn't get to, a chance to win and win an Addy next year? I can't wait, um, you know, kind of thing. But maybe they're going to find some illegal recruitment deal for Tommy Tanks and put him on probation, even though he's in the transfer portal. I'm sure there's something coming to NC State fans. You start assuming the worst now, so that way if it doesn't happen, your life is just broke. But um, that's all I've got. Um, Nick, as always, it was great, you know, catching up and talking. Uh, I think next week we're going to come up with something fun football-related. Obviously, we'll update you on what Notre Dame's doing. But as always, it means just a little bit less here in ACC country. And go ACC.